Now, this isn't directly a Netflix film, but I did see it on Netflix, so I have to kind of give credit to where credit's due. Thank you, Netflix, for being able to have this movie so, I guess, soon. You know, I mean, I don't know how soon it really is because the, the movie kind of released in theaters back in August and it's already on Netflix. So uh, I, I don't know what that says about the movie itself. I do believe the movie kind of did really well with its budget. I think its budget was like a mil, like 100 mil and it almost did like 250 mil. So odd to think that the movie wasn't a success, but two three months later and it's already well actually no august september october november yeah we're, we're we're just into december and it's already kind of on netflix it's kind of odd usually that stuff waits a while to happen especially when it wasn't supposed to be a netflix film unless it was netflix pushing it out into theaters first which they have tried to do but it doesn't make sense when they three days later they push it onto the streaming platform but this isn't a Netflix film. You know, I'm digressing a little bit because it really isn't a Netflix film. What this is is just this, what I thought originally was the standalone action film of Brad Pitt kind of still trying to show the world that he's got it for actions, right? like still. Uh, I want to say that his most recent films haven't really been in this area, and I guess he's trying to get back into it or still, like again, again show that he's still kind of got it because... What was his, he did the Lost City, but he only plays a main character, and a lot of that I don't believe is really correlated with his acting in and of itself. Before that, what has he done that was action? You know, he did the one where he was the astronaut. He did Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That was a couple of years ago. No, he hasn't really done any action that I can think of off the top of my head. Any solid, you know, just... You know, him being, you know, like what he was doing in action films 10 years ago. He hasn't really done anything like that. So I believe this is kind of his way of being like, hey, I can still sort of do this. I can be this sort of, you know, Liam Neeson, if you will, you know, or or Kevin Costner or any of these, you know, actors who are kind of getting on in age, but still trying to make themselves prevalent in some sort of action realm of filmmaking. However... This is not an original story in and of itself. So before I get into what this movie brings to us, I do want to get into a little bit of its history. Bullet Train that we have right now that premiered in August 2022 is sort of a remake, but also just sort of this, I guess, Americanized version of this novel and this other short film series i guess so what bullet train is is that it's based on this um is it a novel exactly i'm not 100 percent certain if it could be considered a novel i think it's something else it's let me see hold on i have the stuff right here it is a japanese novel yes it is a novel okay i'm speaking a little bit out of turn it is a japanese novel it is part of a trilogy or quadology i don't remember how many bits there are i'm sitting here looking at it I think there's at least three of them. There's at least three that I have pulled up here. It's considered dark humor and thriller that's based on the stories of these three assassins. And the three assassins are the grasshopper, the 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 beetle. Who's the third one? I'm trying to find it in here 
as I'm moving along. I just re- I, I I just discovered this as I decided to do an entry about this film. So now the author of this film, his name is Kataro Asaki. So Kataro Asaki is this famous author who did these 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 novels called The Three Assassins. They were adapted into these three separate films, Grasshopper, Maria Beetle, and this movie, Bullet Train. So this, I think it's the entire story that's been adapted into this one movie, or is it meant to be that it's three separate movies? Grasshopper is a film based on an American adaptation of the second novel. Okay, yeah, the first novel in the Hitman Trilogy. That's what this is called. It's called the Hitman Trilogy by Kotaro Asaki. So Kotaro Asaki wrote this trilogy called the Hitman Trilogy. Bullet Train is the second novel. Grasshopper is the first novel. And then I believe... Moa Juvenile. Okay, let's look at The Three Assassins in and of itself. The Three Assassins... Assassins are numbered. Bullet Train to adaptation tie-in. There's a Magna tie-in. What are the three books? What's the third book? Is the third book Maria Beetle? I think the third book might be Maria Beetle. So this has a deeper history than just whatever this movie is telling us. Now, along with that, a separate film adaptation was done for this this actual novel, the Bullet Train novel. This was released. It's called The Bullet Train. It's a Japanese film that was released. Where's the year on this? 1975. So they had done this already back in the mid 70s. And I believe that this is still the only one. Oh, it's a Sonny Chiba film, too. All right. All right. Maybe I should look this film up. Yeah, I should try to find the original Bullet Train if it's a Sonny Chiba film. Sonny Chiba's the fucking man, dude. Okay, so. Still learning a lot about this as as I'm kind of doing this entry along with you. Now, mind you, this is my thing. I don't script these. I don't write scripts. I either watch a movie or a television show when I finish the TV show or when I'm able to sit down and do an entry for a movie. I'll sit down and I'll do it. I've just recently kind of gotten into the habit of being okay with just kind of looking up things on the spot so I can find answers to things I actually want to talk about. So in doing that, this has a lot of backstory that I really want to make sure I get right that I'm sort of learning on the spot with us now. So Sonny Chiba has done the original film from 1975 based on this novel written by this author that's part of a trilogy. And this one with Brad Pitt is the most recent adaptation of these stories. With that being said, there is a tremendous amount of people in this film. And I don't know if that was 100% necessary. You know, who do we got in it? We have Aaron Taylor Johnson. We have Brad Brad Pitt, of course. We have what the people, this this artist that people call Bad Bunny. I don't know him, but I know that, that I think my wife kind of went nuts with that when she discovered it was him. You've got Brian Henry, or I think it's Brian T. Henry. Uh, I know him from tons of different movies, and he's really good in this film. You have the the little girl who plays the princess. Uh, oh, it's not a little girl. She's like a teenager, I think. But I've seen her in many things. I think her name is, uh, it gets to the cast list, is it Joey King? Yes, it is Joey King. Yes, it is. Brian Tyree Henry. Uh, who else is this? Andrew Koji. I think Andrew Koji plays the son. 
I don't have a face for him. But if he was in Snake Eyes playing Storm Shadow, yes, I know who Andrew Koji is. He's a great actor, too. He's a great Japanese actor. Uh, uh, Hiroyuki Sanada, tremendous, tremendous Japanese actor. He's in this. Then you also have Michael Shannon popping up, Sandra Bullock popping up. It's just this really star-studded cast of really good actors and actresses that just play this kind of twist and turning story really, really well. And it is a really twisting story that gets taken in all these different directions. And it's really a lot of fun, but it also has the over-the-top action stuff, I guess, maybe most people were expecting. I really wasn't. There's this whole train crash scene that just doesn't make a lot of sense to me. And I don't want to say I was a little annoyed, but what I am annoyed by is the idea that this had so much potential to be taken just a little bit more seriously that I don't think that huge train wreck scene was necessary. So it's called Bullet Train because it takes place on this bullet train in Tokyo. Tokyo? It goes from Tokyo. Yeah, it starts in Tokyo. It's it, it's not supposed to stay in Tokyo. It's meant to go all the way. Where does it stop? I forget where it stops in the actual film, but... Either way, it basically goes through all of Tokyo. And as it's going through Tokyo, you're seeing the storyline build up where there's this connection of all of these different uh, assassins and hitmen. And they're all trying to get this briefcase. And everybody's really afraid of this guy who calls himself uh, the White Devil. Now, the White Devil is basically the man who runs the entire gang-related thing, the gang-related environment in Tokyo. He wants this briefcase. Many people on the train want this briefcase. And essentially, Brad Pitt is also trying to get the briefcase. But he doesn't know that it belongs to the White Devil. Not White Devil. Now that I say it again, it's not White Devil. It's White something. Hold on, scroll down. White Death. I was close. So he calls himself the White Death. So Brad Pitt is discovering Brad Pitt's character, who's called Ladybug. They all have these very fun code names. I actually appreciate that a little bit. But Brad Pitt's character is called Ladybug. So Ladybug is trying to get the briefcase because this is one of his kind of meant-to-be-calmer missions. He is this hitman kind of drop-off artist that is trying to refine himself and struggling with not using guns and using violence but of course at every turn violence comes its way and he can't avoid it and he's on this train and he's trying to get this briefcase and everybody else is trying to get the briefcase there's uh the prince there's lemon tangerine these two brothers there's the hornet who uses venom uh, is also a hitman uh it involves the accuser it involves the russian mob well no i think it's just accuser actually but I think, I think there's something about the Russians that come in, but I think it's a storyline of how the White Death pushed the Russian mob out of Tokyo in order to kind of take the whole thing over. So all these different twists and turns, everyone's trying to get the briefcase, and essentially chaos ensues. It's very entertaining for all of the action stuff that you're looking forward to in a very over-the-top action movie. You know, it's very much... I want to say on on the same line as something like Expendables, something like Kick-Ass, just really like fun action that isn't meant to be taken seriously. 
but of course, you know, we're, I think we're at that point with action films that, again, there are certain things that are a little bit, they go overboard. They're not necessary. And when you're not, we don't need to do a lot of that overboard stuff for action films. It kind of makes itself lose its charm almost. There's a little bit of a, there's, there's a little something there. It's a little sprinkle. It's like a little salt bay kind of sprinkle of salt that action movies have. That's why a lot of people love seeing them. I have these rules about films. If you go to see a horror movie in theaters and you don't feel at least a little bit scared or get a little bit entertained by other people being scared, then it's a waste of your money. If you go and see a comedy and you don't find anything funny and you can't laugh at anything, not one thing, you've wasted your money. If you go to an action film and the storyline is garbage, but there's still enough action to really keep your attention, you didn't waste your money. However... If an action film has a good storyline and crappy action, you've wasted your money. Doesn't matter what the storyline is. If the action isn't entertaining and the action doesn't keep you focused, I feel that you have no issues with walking away. Because why would you want to sit there? Why would you sit there and watch a comedy that's not making you laugh? Why would you sit there through a horror movie that doesn't make any sense to you? Because nothing is scary. Nothing is meant to be scary. Even the storyline of a horror movie that isn't good and isn't worth it, you'll walk out on. If action films don't have action that keep you entertained, it's not worth it. I was entertained by Bullet Train. I don't know if they plan on doing the rest of that novel i do believe that if they did do the whole thing i think it'd be worth it i don't know if the ladybug character pops up in the rest of them i'm not sure if these novels have ever been translated to english if they have i might try to find it and give them a chance but at the end of the day it's still entertaining it's still very much an enjoyable watch and I was really kind of surprised by how much I really found it enjoyable. You know, I I went in there with an open mind and it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun to see Brad Pitt kind of show us that he still got it. You know, you still got it, dude. I, I appreciate you.